Shalom to all. Today's daf is Shabbos, daf and Gimel. We're starting nine lines from the top, the last word on the line. Today's shir is sponsored Bizchus, the good health and longevity of Chaim ben Masha. And now we're going to continue with the Machloikas of Abayin Rava like that we left off with yesterday. Itmar, Nishavan Lizrik Stein Vizarka, a person had intention to throw something to Amas in Roshas Rabim, but it went for Amas. For Amas, the guy's Chayav a carbon. To Amas, he technically wouldn't be. Rav Amar Pater, he's Pater from a carbon. Abay Amar Chayav, he's Chayav. Rav Amar Pater, Dloikam Chamal Zukida Arba. He didn't have intent to throw something for Amas. He only had intent to throw something to. He's considered Misasik, preoccupied with something else. And so he's Pater. Abay Amar Chayav, Abay says he's Chayav to Kamachavan Lizrik Ba'alma, because he did have intent to throw something, so he's not considered misasik, he's considered a shaygig, and he'd be chayav a karban. He threw it, and he thought it was Rosh Hashanah, but it turns out he threw something in Rosh Hashanah. He didn't have intent to throw something in an usher fashion, he had intent to throw in Rosh Hashanah, so he's considered a misasik. He had intent to throw it, so he's not considered misasik, he's considered a shaygig. And we need all of these cases. If we only mention the first case, which is our case from yesterday, which we were talking about having intent to cut something detached and he cut something attached. In that case, Rava says you're because he didn't have intent to cut something in an usher fashion. But if he had intent to throw something to Amas and it ended up going for, he can't throw something for Amas without it traversing to Amas. So some of his intent actually was carried out. So perhaps Rava would agree to Abai in that case that he's considered Shaygay and Vyashmina Baha, if I only told you in the throwing two to four case, Baha Ka'amar Rava, perhaps over there Rava says your pater, because he didn't have intent to throw it for. But when he thought it was Rishis Yachid, it turns out it was Rishis Rabim, to come Arba. He had intent to throw it for Amas, just not in Rishis Rabim. Perhaps Rava would agree to Abai that you would be Chayv because he's considered Shaygig and not a Masasik. Tzricha, that's why we need all three cases. The Rava tells us that no matter what the case is, he's considered Masasik. Tanan, we have our Mishnah that we have already mentioned a number of times. Avis Malachas Rabbaim Chasar Achas. There's 39 Avis Malachas Vavinamban. We ask on that Minyan Alamali, what do we need to count for? I can just count it myself. From Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon told us, Shemason Kulam Behalamechad. If a person does all the Malachas with one lapse of awareness, Chayvo Kalachas Vachas, he's Chayv, a separate carbon for each one. And now the Gemara says, Bishlem Alabai, understand the Korn Tabai, the Amar Kihai Gavna Chayv, that tells us that in these cases that he was a Shaygig, he's considered so we can have a person is chayv thirty nine karbanos. The other disuri the Shabbos, he knows that it's Shabbos. The other law is malachas, and he knows that it's usher to perform the malachas on Shabbos. He just made a mistake in the amount that he's allowed to perform them. He wanted to throw a two, but accidentally went four. That's considered a shegig, so he can be chayv thirty nine separate karbanos. El Rava, but according to Rava, there's a putter that says in all these aforementioned cases he's putter. How do we have a case where he would be chayv thirty nine separate karbanos? Stigmar says bezadin Shabbos for shegig. It would have to be that he knows that it's Shabbos. He's just a shaygeg regarding all the malachas. We say, okay, and this fits only if you hold the like Since a person was shaygeg regarding kares, even though he was mazed regarding the lav, we find that this person could be chayv 39 He knows that there's an isra of doing these malachas on Shabbos. He just doesn't know that there's a chiv kares attached to them. So therefore, he's considered a shaygeg and he would be chayv 39 separate karbanas. But if you 
that a person is only considered a shagig until he's completely unaware that what he's doing is wrong. So the other Shabbos b'may. How is it he bechayv thirty nine separate kabbanis? He has to know that it's Shabbos in order to bechayv thirty nine separate kabbanis. Again, if he doesn't know that it's Shabbos, then he would bechayv only one for a shagig of Shabbos. So how is it that he knows that it's Shabbos? So we answered as we answered before. The other l'abetchumen he knows that there's an iser of tchumen. That's all he knows. But Rabbi Rabbi Kiva and Sukkot Rabbi Kiva that says that it's an iser da'iraisa to go outside the tchum. So his fellow knows it's Shabbos, but he only knows one halach of Shabbos. You're not allowed to go outside the tchum. Now that's not one of the thirty nine malachas as we know them, and therefore this fellow would be considered a shagig for all the other thirty nine malachas, and he would be chayiv thirty nine separate karbanos. And now we have finally arrived at the Mishnah that will actually be detailing the thirty nine malachas. We've already learned that the av malachas are those activities that were done in order to build the mishkan. This is Rashi's opinion and how we're going to be explaining the Gemara. Now some Rishonim maintain that these are actually the malachas done on a daily basis in the mishkan and not what was done to build the mishkan. Now we're going to also be discussing avos and teilados. An av is best described as the root malacha that was performed in the building of the mishkan, and anything sharing similar characteristics and criteria to the av is considered a teilada or subcategory. Now one is only chayv one carbon per category of malacha he's over. For example, if a person performs many malachas that have to do with promoting growth, the av and some teiladas, he'll only be chayv one carbon. There's no real difference if something's an av or a teilada because a person is equally chayv for being over on both. And now says the Mishnah, There's 40 minus 1 Avas Malachas, which is 39 Avas Malachas. Now the first 11 that we're going to mention in the Mishnah is called Sidur, the past, the order of bread. These are all the Malachas that are necessary for the baking of bread. According to Rashi, there was no bread that was baked in the preparation of the Mishkan. The only reason why we order it as such is just in, to help us categorize the Malachas in groups so we can remember them with greater ease. The first one is Hazaira, which is sowing, that means planting seeds in the ground. Vahachayresh, plowing, kaitzer, reaping, harvesting, or cutting the produce from the ground. Amir is gathering all the produce together. Dash is threshing, Vahazaira and winnowing, taking a pitchfork, throwing up the threshed grain, and having the wind separate the chaff from the kernels. Habayr selecting by hand, Hatoichen grinding, Merakeid sifting, Vahalash kneading, Vahaifa and baking. And again, Rashi explains, even though nothing was baked in preparation of the Mishkan, we did cook the spices that were used as the dyes for dyeing the curtains and whatnot in the Mishkan. And so baking and cooking are the same av. And now the next 13 are what's necessary for making clothing. Hagoizes et hatzemer, shearing the sheep of its wool, hamalavne and whitening it, hamenapse and combing it, vatsoive dyeing it, hatoive spinning it into threads. Now the next four have to do with weaving on a machine called a loom. As we say, there's no comparison to seeing overhearing, so I urge you to look at a picture of what this is. There are many incredible resources on the DAF that have color charts and diagrams, there's art scroll, other pictures farm, and a plethora of other material that are incredibly helpful in this area. So a mesech is mounting the thread onto the loom, which is placing two threads inside the eye holes of the harnesses of the loom, and weaving two threads through the loom, and removing two threads if the weave is too tightly packed. Hakoisher, tying a knot, Hamater, and untying a knot, someone that ties two stitches, that's putting a needle into the garment and then pulling it back out of the garment, that's considered two stitches. tearing something in order to stitch two stitches. Sometimes in the curtains of the Mishkan, they found that there was a hole and they weren't able to stitch it as it is, so they would have to tear it in order to overlap the garment and then stitch it. So the only iser of tearing is if you're tearing on condition to sew it. Hatsad Tzvi, someone that traps a deer, Hashaychte, and the Shechtzit, this is not necessarily referring to ritual slaughter in order to able 
to be able to eat it. It's just referring to taking life of a living thing. Hamafshita is skinning the animal. Hamolcha is salting the hide in order to prepare it for tanning. Hamabedes oirai and tanning the hide. Hamamachchai and smoothing it out, which means scraping off all of the hairs. Hamachatchai and cutting the leather into straps or shoes. Hakaisav shte oisays, one that writes two letters. In the Mishkan, they would write two different letters on different boards of the Mishkan in order to determine which board goes next to which, similar to what people do for their sukkah boards. One that erases in order to write two letters if the person writing the on the boards of the Mishkan messed up, so he would erase them and rewrite them. Habayna, building, vasoyser, and destructive, extinguishing a fire, hamavir, and lighting a fire, hamakabapatish, striking something with the final hammer blow in order to finish it off. Hamaitzim rishos, someone that brings something from one rishos to another. elu avas malachas, chas These are the 39 avas malachas. Ein Gimel Abed Beis on the top. This is Gemara we've all been waiting for. We've already had it a number of times. And this is the original source. Everyone together. Minyan Alamali. Why do we need to have a count in our Mishnah? We could have just counted them ourselves. If a person does all these Malachas in the same lapse of awareness, he's Chayv on each and every one of them so he could be Chayv 39 separate Karbonis. Sowing seeds and plowing. Asks the Gemara. Michti. Michrav Karvi Beresha. Usually someone first plow, plows and then they sow their seeds. Listen Chayrish Vad Listen we should have said plowing and then sowing the seeds, not the opposite. The Gemara says, Tanabar Tisrael Kaya. We're talking about in Eretz Yisrael. Desari Beresha, first they sow the seeds of Ahadr Karvi and then they plow. The reason why they need to do this is because the land is so hard, the only way for the seeds to get covered by dirt is to plow after planting. And the Chedosh is, is that that second plowing is considered plowing to be Chayavan. Tano, we have a brisa. Hazerea, one that sows. Vazaymer, one that prunes branches. Hanetea plants a sapling. Vahamavrich, one that bends over. This is the act of taking of existing vine, bending it over into the ground, and then once that takes root, they cut off the original vine that was bent over into the ground. Vahamarkev, one that grafts a branch onto another. Kulin Malacha Achashain, they all fit under the same category of Malacha, which is promoting growth. My Kamash Malan, what's the Chiddush? Hayesim Malachas Harbe, main Malacha Achas. Someone that does many Malachas that all fit in the same category, Enechai Velachas, he's only Chai one carbon. Amravacha, Amravchia Barashi, Amravami. Zoymer Chai Mishim Neitea, one that prunes is Chai because of planting a sap. Vanetea, one that plants a sapling, Vahamavrich bends over a markiv and grafts, Chayv Mishim Zareah, he's Chayv because of Zareah. Asked the Gemara, Mishim Zareah in Mishim Netea loy, because of Zareah, yes, but not because of Netea. The Gemara says, Ema Af Mishim Zareah, also because of Zareah. And what's the Nafkamina? The Nafkamina is, it's all considered part of the same lav, and therefore he'd only be Chayv one carbon. Amrav Kahana, Zaymer Vitzarchal Eitzim, a person prunes branches from a vine, but he needs those branches for firewood. Chayv Shtaim is Chayv two carbonis, Achaz Mishim Kaitzer, one because of Kaitzer, Achaz Mishim Netea, and one because of Netea because of planting. Kaitzer is when you need it for yourself and Aitea is when you're promoting growth. So he's doing the two of those in his one act of cutting. Ambrav Yasef, Haiman the Kotel Asfasta, someone that cuts Asfasta, which is this plant which was used as animal feed, it grew very quickly and they would cut it even three times in the same month. Chayv Shtaim is Chayv too. Achaz Mishum Kaitzer, Vachaz Mishum Neitea, one because of Kaitzer, one because of Neitea. He needs it for himself to feed his animal and he's also promoting the plant growth by cutting it because it's going to grow much quicker. Amrabai, Haiman the Kotel Silka, someone that cuts beets from the their source in the ground. Chayv shtaim is chayv two things. Achas mishum kaitzer, achas mishum zareah. One because of kaitzer, one because of zareah. He wants to eat the beet for himself, so he's chayv because of kaitzer for that, and the beet will continue growing after he cuts it, so that's an issue of zareah. Our Mishnah said, Vachayrish, one that plows. Tano, we have a brisa. Vachayrish, one that plows. Vachayfer, one that digs a hole. Vachayrish, one that makes a furrow in the ground. Kulun melacha achasain. It's all the same melacha of softening the ground, preparing it for planting. Amrav sheshes, hoist like If there was a clump of earth, unitala, and he took it 
off the ground. But bias, if he did this in the house, chayv mishum bayne, he's chayv because of building, because now he improved his house, and that's considered building. Besides, if he did this in the field, chayv mishum cherish, he's chayv because of plowing. The earth that is was situated underneath this clump that he removed now has been softened by him removing the earth, and now he could plant with greater ease, so he's chayv because of cherish. Amarava, haysalaguma, if he had a hole with tamama and then he filled it up with dirt, but bias, if he did this in his house, chayv mishum bayne, he's chayv because of building, because he just improved his house. Besides, if it was in the field, mishum cherish, He's over because of Chayresh, because again, now that area has been softened, it's been filled up with dirt, and he can plant there with greater ease, so he's Chayv. Amrav Abba, Hachayf for Gumba Shabbos, a person digs a hole on Shabbos, but he only needs the dirt of the hole. Pater Aleha, he's Pater. Vafila Rav Yehuda, even according to Rav Yehuda, the Amr Melacha Shin Etzrichel Gufa Chayv allow that a person who does a Melacha that's not absolutely necessary for that Melacha itself, that you're Chayv on that, Hanamila Metakein, that's only when you're actually doing something that's beneficial for yourself by this Melacha. But Hai Makalkalhu, this guy's Makalkal, he's ruining his house. We know that we have a Machakis throughout Shabbos between Rabbi Huda and Rabbi Shimon, whether or not Malacha Tzrichel Gufa is Chayv or not, if a person did a Malacha, but he didn't intend to do that Malacha, is he Chayv for that or not? The classic case that they argue about is if a person has a, a mace, a corpse inside of his house, and it's going to smell up the house, so he's going to remove the corpse from the house. In the process of removing it, he transfers it from Rosh to Rosh Rabim. So that malacha of transferring of Haitzah is malacha shein tzrichel gufa. He's not trying to carry out that malacha. He's just simply trying to get the corpse out of his house. So Reb Shimon would say he's pater. It's malacha shein tzrichel gufa. He's pater. Reb Yehuda would say he's chayev, but that's only because he's metaking. That's only because he's creating some sort of benefit. Now his house doesn't smell. But in this case, that he dug a hole, that's mekalkel. He has to be careful not to step in it and twist his ankle. So since it's mekalkel, he's ruining something in his house. Even Rabbi Yehuda would say he's potter by digging this hole. Continues the Gemara explaining the mission of HaKaitzer, someone that cuts something. Tana, HaKaitzer, Harvesting grain, v'habaitzer, which is the word used for harvesting grapes, v'hagaydr, this is the word used for dates, hamasek, this is olives, v'ha'ayra, and figs. If you harvest them, gather them, cut them down, kulim lacha achasen, that's all considered the same malacha of harvesting. Amrav papa, haiman desha the piece of ladikla. A person threw a clump of earth at a palm tree, v'atar tamri, and he severed some dates. Chayv shtayim, is chayv two things. Achas mishum teilish, one because he detached, that's a teilada of kaitzer, v'achas mishum mefarik, and one of them because of mefarik, which is a teilada of of dash of threshing. Threshing is the act of separating the grain from the stalks, and a toilada of that is mefarik, usually translated as separating, but it literally means unloading, like being pyrek a load from a donkey, Rashi tells us. And there he just unloaded the dates from the tree, so he's chayv for mefarik. Ravashi on Ravashi says, This is not a normal way to be toilish something, it's not a normal way to be pyrek something by throwing something at it, therefore he would be pater. This is gathering together all the produce you already harvested. Amarava, a person that gathers salt from a saltery. We had explained this previously as shallow pools of salt water that the sun would dry out and then the remaining salt would be gathered. So if you gather that salt, there's only gathering from something that grows from the ground. Salt doesn't grow from the ground, so you're not for that. The hadash, threshing, tana, hadash, beating flax to remove it from its stalk, and striking cotton to remove the seeds from it. It's all fits under the same malacha. Hazaira, habayir, vatochen, vamurakein. This was winnowing, selecting by hand, grinding, and sifting. The Gemara asks. These three things are all the same. They're all some sort of process of selecting. Why does the Mishnah the Nehemiah mention them? They say, Anything that was in the Mishkan, even though there's something similar to it, meaning we have similar Malachas, we still count it in our Mishnah. The Gemara asks, Okay, so why don't we also count 
pounding, which is they would take the kernel of wheat and they would pound it in order to remove the outer shell from it. Why don't we count that? So by answer, because a poor person will eat his bread without pounding the wheat first. Therefore, it's not a malacha that's absolutely necessary for the baking of bread, and therefore it didn't need to be mentioned. However, Rashi does tell us that it is obviously considered an av malacha, it's just that we're not mentioning it in our Mishnah because it's not absolutely necessary. Rav Amr Rav says, no. Hamani Rebihi, our Mishnah's Rebbe, the Amr Avas Malachas, Abraham Chazrachas, there's 39 Avas Malachas, Vichashiv Kaisesh, and if you're going to count pounding as another av malacha, then that's 40 av malachas. So it can't be counted. So the Gemara says, okay, if that's our only issue that we have 39, and if we add this in, it's going to be 40. So then, why don't we just take out one of these three malachas that have to do with Bayer, and let's put in Kaisesh. And Rashi explains, and now it's going to be balanced. We're going to have two malachas that have to do with Bayer, let's say Zaira and Bayer, and then we'll have two that have to do with Dash, which would be Dash and Kaisesh. So, Ella, it must be that it's like a Bay that really is technically one of the Av malachas, and the only reason why we didn't mention it is because it's not absolutely necessary for baking bread. Now, the Rishayim deal with the struggle that you're probably thinking about right now, which is how could it be that there's more than 39 Avas Malachas? I thought there's only 39 Avas Malachas. So this is a big issue. Some people say that Rashi actually isn't saying that it's another Av Malacha. It's just in the same category of Dash, but it's not its own Av Malacha. However, this is a discussion way beyond the purview of this shear, but we're going to conclude with the Gemara Paskening like Abayah that is in some form considered an Av Malacha, and the only reason why I didn't mention it in our Mishnah is because it's not absolutely necessary for the bread baking process, and therefore it wasn't mentioned. Everyone should have a wonderful day.